Countrywide on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by the Irish Farmers Journal, bringing 379,000 readers the latest farming news and the best of rural Ireland weekly. Good morning and welcome to the programme. And yes, we are coming to you live this morning from Currafin in the Burren in County Clare. An Iceling in the Burren. A time was to come when we yearned for the eel-drugged flats and dunes of a northern shore, its dulse and its seabirds, its divisions of brine-maddened grass pouring over dikes to secure the aftermath of the reign of the meek. That was as much of hope that the purest and saddest were prepared to allow for. Out of those scenes she arrived, not from a shell, but licked with the wet cold fires of St. Elmo, angel of the last chance, teaching us the fish in the rock, the fern's bewildered tenderness deep in the fissure. That day, the clatter of stones as we climbed was a sermon on conscience and healing, her tears a startling deer on the sight of catastrophe. going to learn about the burn and the burn is a rocky place isn't it yeah and it was made millions of years ago so millions of years ago this place was a tropical sea and all the little animals have turned into fossils so i'm going to show you a fossil the rain sierras a rain sideways you know so the project Michelle's working on this summer is looking at uh, a rare bumblebee here in the burn. It's called Bombus silvarum. It's the shrill carder bee. And Bombus silvarum, it's, it's one of our rarest bumblebees in Ireland. It was formerly found much more widespreadly around the country, but now the burn is really the stronghold for this species. Obviously we're in the burn, so there's limestone pavement, which is our winterage. There's lovely luscious grassland, ancient woodland. So it's a really lovely habitat for biodiversity and for our animals to grow. The old tradition was that you'd take the cattle off the winterages in March and April and you'd let the grass bank up and you'd put them up in October and November and you'd leave them there over the winter. That's where the term winterages come out of. We don't have to do as much silage or as much hay, you know. Our winter here is short. We kind of feed for February, March and a bit of April maybe, usually. Some voices and sounds plucked from the various radio reports from the Burren as heard here on Countrywide over the years. Beginning our programme this morning was Seamus Heaney reciting an Ashleen in the Burren. And indeed, we're back again this weekend here in Currafin, County Clare for the traditional Burren Winterage, a celebration of a farming tradition of moving cattle from the lowlands to the mountains for the winter months. The last voice you heard in that opening montage was that of local farmer Patrick McCormick from Kilnaboy. And this week I went back to meet Patrick once more. Yeah, well we're here in um, the Burn in North Clare and it's a, an incredible landscape really. We can look out there to our right at Mullochmore, Livrew and Acons. Here he is, whole area, that horseshoe mountains around there is called the East Burn Complex. It was formed about 350 million years ago, we are told. Yeah. Here to the, the west, the northwest, is Schlievna Glusha. And uh, Are they your sheep? Yes, away above the, underneath the cliff there, yeah. yeah. And that's the farm that runs up to the top of that. 
and we have a policy here, I suppose it isn't done anywhere around the world, all animals are taken off mountains and hills and put into valleys and sheds for the winter. We do the opposite, we put them up in those mountains for the winter. Like, so right. That's what this weekend is about, it's about a celebration of this uh, old ritual that has went on for, for, for thousands of years really. Yeah. Like. That's what we do for the winter. That we, you know, very few places. What you, what are you doing today? I have to do the herding today. Like so, we do a lot of herding, mm. walking in the hills. Like yes, yeah. the tops of those mountains actually are the most densely populated area of archaeological sites in Western Europe. It would be one of the first areas in Ireland to be inhabited, for the very simple practical reason. When hunter gatherer fishermen came around that coast eight thousand years ago after the last ice age, they could see in the distance these bare hills. And they were attracted to places that were already cleared because a wood or a forest or where there was scrub was dangerous because there'd be bears, there'd be wolves, there'd be your enemy. So when you settled in a mountaintop like that, you could see danger coming, you could see a wolf coming, you could see your enemy coming, and you were able to farm your livestock. And they found out very fast that you could also graze your animals, and it was good grazing ground, especially for the winter. So it's really those mountains and those winterages, as we call them, that attracted the dolmen builders 6,000 years ago. Like, You know, it's a little bit what Mary Oliver the Poet said, like, whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, hush and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. And to be part of nature and to be part of the song of nature, and to be part of the spring rising in the bottle, it's, it's amazing, like, and to cherish that, because that's the imperishable bliss itself of, of the wonder of life and, and the glory of life. And, and so many people go through life without knowing it, or putting your leg in the, in the earth, like, of, of tasting the fruits of the earth, the fruits of the wild. It's just magical. You, you grew up on a farm not too far away from here, but the farm and the land obviously never left you. Well, I'd, I would hope that, you know, that's all we know. That's all we know. And the minute I step outside that door, I step into a five-acre field. That's all I know, really, like. You know, in the springtime, the cows calve and the oars having their lambs or you're looking at a foal there to see what step will this foal have, what step will he have. Like, it's just, you know, the excitement of that. And there's some buzz out of it, you know. Mm, because most of us treat our jobs as you know a means to an end a means to live a means to make money um, I, I'm probably lucky enough and I've enjoyed yes. the last 25 years working in radio do you see that in, in what you do every day as well those are very important points because the whole definition of successfulness has just to be attained like what is successfulness like you see I mean I saw an acre of of, of vegetables over, over there and it's not for economic purposes because it just could not stand up economically. I mm. go 12 to 14 miles to get the seaweed to fertilise the, the vegetables, the potatoes and the carrots and so forth. Like, But the reason I do that is it's, it's not for money because I was just... I tend, actually, I tie myself tinning a drill of, of carrots. Now, in the drill, there was two rows, but I was eight hours doing it and that was only the first tinning I... Second thinning and weeding would be a bit faster, like, but eight hours, like, and there's no way, like, time and effort I put into that garden would I be paid financially for it, like. But at the same time, I know that the food I produce and and in the world we live in, you see, um, this is how it's so complex and, and food production has got so convoluted and complex and the whole, you know, I mean, it's virtually impossible to police, like, so, so, so being natural with the earth treating the earth well 
if you treat the earth well, it will treat you well. Like you know, mm. so it's not volume we're after; it's flavors we're after. I refuse to change. Hippocrates, he lived 500 years before the birth of Christ, said, "Let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food." If I say anything to the world, it is to stay natural, as close as we can to be natural, in how we behave, in how we treat one another, in how we treat the earth. I always was stirred by the poets, you know. I found them the best storytellers, like, you know. And I only came across this uh, poem very recently by a relative of mine, actually, and it's called The Cliffs of Moher by Wallace Stevens. This is not a landscape full of the sanambulations of poetry and the sea. This is my father. Or maybe it is as he was. A likeness one of the race of fathers of earth, sea and air. Ah, great man there. That was Patrick McCormick with an excerpt from Wallace Stevens' poem, Cliffs of Moher, as he spoke to me earlier this week. And this is, he is one of many local farmers taking part in the Burren Wintage Weekend. And that's why we're here in the community hall in Currafin this morning with lots of music and people to talk to between now and nine o'clock. Of course, apart from farming and culture and sport, the other great living tradition in this part of the country is traditional music pass through families down the generations. This is Aidan McMahon, his daughter Lily and her friends River McGann and Evan O'Coolan performing a set of jigs.
beautiful stuff. That's Aiden, Lily, Evan, and River performing the Rolling Wave and the Old Favourite. Stay with us, guys. We'd love to hear more from you later on. We are here in Currafin, and in front of me is Fiona McGarry, a journalist with the Clare Champion. Good morning, Fiona. Good morning, Damien. Welcome to Clare. And thank you very much for having us here. I suppose there's more, as I said, to Clare than uh, music and the burn winterage this weekend. What's going on around the county? Well, big news in Clare, Damien, this week was the granting of permission for a Supermax Obama-style service station outside of Venice. And if you've travelled the M17 and the M18 motorway, you'll know that there are very few places where you can go in and you can spend a penny. There are very few services. It's been in the pipeline for eight years, four separate planning applications. While it's badly needed, there were a huge number of objections. People are very concerned, Damien, about the centre of Venice town. Mm. We have a very vibrant county town, which is full of small restaurants, small shops, a very unique, distinctive, historical feel. So the feeling is it may bypass that. But the hope is it'll promote tourism on the other hand. Okay. And and speaking of planning, um, what about the wind farms? That's right, Damien. We've just had a 19 turbine wind farm granted permission close to Loch Derg on a mountain called Schlieve Barna close to Moilusa. That was granted under the Strategic Infrastructure Act. While, you know, people's attitudes, I think, have softened to some degree since the energy crisis, there are still concerns. And I suppose for a lot of people living in that area, it's a very special, a very sacred landscape almost for many. Inish Caltra, for example, Holy Island, um, the, the, the turbines may even be visible from there, Damien. We've also got another major 12 turbine wind farm in the offing in Milik. Now that's at the pre-planning stage, but already communities are coming together to make themselves aware of what's in the pipeline. Okay, and you had a visit from the Housing Minister this week. We did. Dara O'Brien was in the county on Monday. He launched 153 new social houses across four different developments. They are badly needed. There's up to 3,000 people on the social housing list here in County Clare. And I suppose when you compare that to the fact that there are 5,000 holiday homes and another 5,000 vacant properties, I think the housing problem in Clare, as in all counties is quite severe, but maybe masked by our tourism and our, our tourism amenities and the fact that things like Airbnb really do put strain on the rental market, Damien. All right. Looking forward to the weekend here, are you? We're looking forward to the weekend, absolutely. The Halloween weekend and, of course, a um, beautiful time for the Winterage. All right. Brilliant stuff indeed. Um, I'm delighted to, to see you here this morning, Fiona. Um, support your local newspaper. That's what we Great say in advice, this programme. Uh, the regional papers, um, a very important part, I suppose, of the, of the Irish fabric and uh, that's Fiona McGarry there with the Clare Champion. Do stay around, grab yourself a scone and a coffee there um, if you, if you uh, would like to Fiona. 